12. Happy Thursday, happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day it is the week for you. Thanks so much for tuning in wherever you are. We appreciate it. We've been uh, talking about this concept of the roots, the energy, the soul. Um, trying to really restructure, reframe what happens to us in every single day and what we need to push for. Discomfort in many ways is part of the normal life that we should have for ourselves. Once we get good at pining for discomfort, once we get good at this, you know, I, I read this a lot when it comes to like commandos, when you read the lives of healthy commandos, and I mean that very specifically, unfortunately, unfortunately, there are commandos, and all soldiers that go through the army system and really suffer for very long afterwards. There's this entire thing happening now in Israel, these incredible soldiers that are suffering from PTSD. It's, 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 it's a real deal. They're young, they're kids, and they're seeing stuff that humans don't see in their whole lives. But when, if a person is lucky enough to go into such service and come out in a healthy way, which is a gift, you see when you read their works, when you read their bios, when you, when you, when you read their stuff, you start to see that what happens, this is not only I found this, again, my world isn't that big, like, I'm sure this is in other cases as well that you may have seen. I think in the, in the literature that I've come across, the books or the things that I've read that interest me, it's probably in the world of, of sports and, 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 uh, and soldiers, where you see people when they're young that have these massive hills to climb. Now, we don't appreciate it because most of us don't live close to these fields or battlefields. And they're not the same, by the way. Right? I don't want to in any way somehow equate what takes place on the football field with what takes place in the battlefield. Right? They're, they're not the same at all. One is just a game. But still, when you look at kids, 18, 19, 20, 21, they're, 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 they're young. And they have to be excellent in front of 50,000 screaming fans. And to do that, they wake up every morning at five and go through a very difficult process of training and working out, and, right? And then performance and then differently, training in the battlefield, right? And this is all happening before 21, 22, 23, 24, right? So think about the formative years of someone's adult life and having to perform at this incredible level consistently we think that like they're just playing the game nobody should think for a second if you ever put on college football that it's just like guys having fun playing a game like the only people that have fun playing a game is is what people do in their backyards you know i once was talking to tamir tamir goodman who was um an incredible basketball player himself and i and he once gave a speech and he said something so powerful he said that um, the minute he realized that he can become professional at basketball, he never, he never just enjoyed a game for the rest of his life. 
know, he enjoyed the game, but he never took a shot without thinking like, how do I make my shot better? Right. Nobody should think that even people playing sports on TV, like just gets out there and like, let's have fun today. Like nobody does that. Like, let's have fun today. There's 50,000 people watching another few million behind the screen. And, uh, and I'm a human being. And I'm just, you know, it's hard for people to get up and speak in front of 10 people. You know, try having to catch a ball coming at you with two people about to, to jam you in the ribs um, that you have to catch or you'll never live it down for the rest of your life. Like, this is serious. Like, but you'll see when you read their works, when you read the works about them, that if, 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 if they emerge in a healthy way, they can't live lives in which they are not uncomfortable consistently. They can't. They, they go crazy. They have to like push themselves in business or in sports or they join marathons or they, they can't. You see this with, with, with athletes that get injured. There are athletes that are in the middle of their careers and they get injured and they, or, or soldiers and they lose limbs. And they're still running marathons with, um, you know, synthetic limbs. Why? Because they just can't not be uncomfortable. They can't not push themselves every day. They can't. Their, their, their minds have tasted what it's like to feel the accomplishment of this comfort. But they can't go back to like, just sort of like surviving. I once had a guy on the show, I forgot his name. Uh, I forgot his name. I'm sure I'll hopefully maybe in the future I'll, I'll remember. I had him on the radio show a couple of years ago. Um, let's see if Andy can figure out who it is and I give him no details. Can you imagine? Andy's, Andy's a magician. Let's see if he can figure out what's in my head and not even in my conscious head, in my subconscious right now. Andy, here are the clues. Let's see if you can get it. He was the spokesman for Armatron a bunch of years ago. He lost his arm and leg in a roadside explosion and then went on to win multiple marathons. He was the, the spokesman for Armatron in one of their campaigns, I'm thinking like five years ago. Okay, let's see if you can find it. I think he was on the cover of Men's Health, I think, during that time. Armitron, Armitron. Okay, as we continue this, my magician, my Wizard of Oz, will do his magic and see if I can go up with the name of this mysterious individual. So I had him on the, I don't think it's Bob Wheeler. I had him on, I had him on the show, and he spoke about, he was in a, in a in a Jeep doing a patrol, I believe in Iraq. And he ran over a bomb. And it blew off his leg and I think his arm. Um, now just as a shout out for Armatron, after when they recovered his limbs and all everything with it, he had dog tags and other things. And the watch that he had on was an Armatron watch. And it was still going which is then part of the story. He came back and became the spokesman for Omnitron, which is a great company. So he, he spoke about what it was like when he got back to America and he was literally losing it. 
he was such an incredible athlete. He had such a promising future. He was a soldier. He was decorated. He was good looking. He, he had like his life planned and now he's sitting on the couch uh, missing limbs. Just to show you the Noah Galloway. Isn't Andy amazing? That took two seconds. Noah Galloway. Oh, it wasn't Andy. It was Leia. Wow. We have a new player that jumped in. Andy's got friends. Andy's got a team. Leia, congratulations. That was great. That was really great. See how, as a group, we make things happen. I love it. I love it. Noah Galloway. So he's sitting on the couch, and he's losing it. I just want to show you just the sacrifice of our servicemen. We really need to appreciate it. When you pass by a soldier, you should really say thank you for your service. Really. And they love it, by the way, because it's nice to be thanked. So he's telling me the story of how he's sitting on his couch and he's losing it. And he realizes, like, why do I have to? And through a whole miracle of science, he got a prosthetic limb and he started to train again and to run again. And you'll see, if you look into his life, it's incredible. It's marathons. He's empowered. He's changed his life. Why? It's because he got addicted to discomfort. And I don't want to use that word, but I'm using it. Not in the right form. Let me say it better. He got conditioned to discomfort. At some point in the life of people that when they're young, they learn what discomfort could bring to their lives. When that athlete goes on the field and does that move and he comes back and realizes in like his head, like, wait, the, the 20 weeks of training really made me a new person. When the soldier maybe has a moment to breathe and realizes that, wow, when I train, I can really defend the world. When, and this happens in so many areas, but I just want to focus on these two, but it doesn't mean it's not applicable in other areas that you may be more familiar with, but we all know this. When the person pushes themselves day after day, like I said yesterday, invisible, 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 the roots go deeper and deeper, the muscles get stronger and stronger, and it's invisible. The pain is invisible. I'm sorry, the growth is invisible. The pain is real. The growth is invisible, invisible, behind the surface, under the surface, under the surface. When someone gets it and then there's a moment where they say, wait, I can see the growth. They start to get conditioned to look forward to discomfort. They start to measure their days, not based on their the results, but based on their effort. It's like a change that happens. It's a change that takes place. I see, I've seen this even in the professional world. People that are really good at their jobs over time. I, I, I was privileged to work for a great man named Jason Barnett. He's the vice chairman of one of the biggest real estate companies. And I had the, the honor of really being raised underneath him professionally it was it was a gift that i'll always thank god for 
And I many times would be doing a big deal together and it would fall apart at the end. We'd all be like the world's broken, like all this time. And he would always remind us, this is the game, guys. This is how it works. You get better every day. You push your mind every day. And I know it looks like in this particular deal, it blew up, but you've pushed yourself and pushed yourself and pushed yourself. And I've been on the block long enough to know that on the next one, you're going to learn something you didn't know before. Don't worry about the results. Don't measure yourself based on results. Start to appreciate the discomfort of what it means to be a real estate professional what it means to work in complicated transactions, what it means to navigate legal and financial issues and to stay longer in the, in the, in the darkness than everybody else will. And that's really how this company really started. They, they just got good at living in complexity longer than everybody else. When you start to appreciate the, the value of a discomfort in a real way. I don't mean just like you get it intellectually. You condition it. It becomes a part of you. you. You'll know it because you'll start to go through your day and you'll be in the noon and you'll be like, what did I do today? You'll start to go through your weeks and you'll things will be like smooth and you'll be like, why is it so What am I not pushing on? you'll start to feel uncomfortable with things being too comfortable. I'm not saying I'm there. I'm just sharing with you what I learned from others. No one should think that I'm anything. I'm just like a, an empty vessel that passes what I think I learned to you. That's, it's, it's a change that takes place in the mind of a human being that is one of the most important shifts in their path towards greatness. It's really the shift from survival to greatness. It's really what we've been talking about, which is the energy source and the difference between trying to be comfortable and knowing in your core that there's an energy out there that I want to tap into and i think michael just put it on the chat very much you see this when it comes to people that are training physically because they can't describe it you go to like a gym and see a weightlifter like they're not gonna like sit down for the most part and like give you like a class on spirituality but that weightlifter even if like the guy's like a total like meathead and like he's listening to some like heavy metal like that's louder and it is pounding, you know, uh, you know, protein shakes, even if you take the most stereotypical weightlifter and you say like, why are you doing this for? Like, what, why do you think that like your muscles can handle what you're about to lift? Like, don't you realize like there's going to be a limit? He'll tell you there's no limit. There's no limit to my muscles. You'd be like, why? And he'll say like, I don't feel articulate, but he'll say like, cause that's how the body's made. There's, an, there's this incredible thing that no matter how much you push your muscles, if you do it correctly, it will grow back stronger. So even though five years ago I was small, I've been working out every single day and I've been doing it on the belief 
that if I can do it properly, there's an energy that will always make my muscle stronger. And I'm so conditioned to push that energy that when I come to a bench and I lift and the lift was too easy, you see this all the time. You'll see a guy go to a bench and he'll lift and in the middle of the lift, he'll get off and he'll throw more weight on because he's saying, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be uncomfortable enough. I got to get to the energy. I don't get to get to the comfort. He's conditioned his mind to say, I need to be uncomfortable because tapping into the energy that will grow my muscles is what I'm looking for. There's an excitement that starts to build. There's an anticipation that starts to build. And when we start to have eyes that can appreciate this in non-physical parts of our lives, it's easy to see it when you're at the gym because you look in the mirror. It's easy to see it when you're training because you can see how far you can run. It's hard to see it in a relationship. It's hard to see it as a parent or as a, as a, as a friend. It's hard to see it spiritually as someone who's relating to a divine being, it's hard to see it as a human being in your traits of kindness and generosity. It's hard to see what generosity can do when you go from being this generous to that generous. It's hard to see what patience can do when you go from being this patient to that patient. And usually you don't see it until at the end when someone gets up and speaks about you late in your life, hopefully when you're still alive, but it's hard to see it. Hard to see the muscle of traits, the muscle of what makes a human being a human being in this world. But that's where the greatness lies. That's why people will go to sports and neglect their family because I can at least measure sports. I can't measure benevolence to my to my to my my own. But what I want to get to today is that I want us to start to get uncomfortable being too comfortable. So looking at our days and go, did I push myself today? Did I waste a day because I didn't push? Just like the guy would say when he comes out of that gym, how was your workout? He's like, mm, I was a little too soft on myself today. I want us to start thinking that way too. I want to get to the end of our days and be like, how was my day? I was a little too soft on myself today. I really didn't do the hard things I should have done. Because as we start to change the excitement from I was comfortable and I got my results without expending too much effort to I was uncomfortable. I don't even know when the results are coming. I just got to measure my day by my ability to be properly uncomfortable. When we start to shift how we go from that to that level of enjoyment of the discomfort, we start to put ourselves in a new category. All right, we'll talk about this. The happiness, if you will, of discomfort. I told you we'd get to joy before the end of April, right? I think we have like two days left. We'll get to joy. All right, with God's help. Okay, everybody, have an amazing day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.